Welcome to Catholic Stuff You Should Know, the J10 Initiative. Willkommen. Willkommen aus, aus Dinge Katholischer. Dinge. Dinge Katholischer. Jawohl. I don't even know, man. Oh, welcome to the podcast. Father John, Father Mike here. Hey, hey, hey. Coming at you from the uh, Schloss, the Schloss good old Schloss Gobels, and uh, it's getting chilly. It's getting it's chilly. Getting chilly. Yeah. And you know what? I have bad circulation. That's I shiver when other people don't shiver. Right. And it makes me feel very like self-conscious and yes. weak. Weak, huh? You know? Yeah. Weak. I'm even wearing like my wool sweater today. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of a theme sweater because we're talking about sheep in the. Uh, that's your that's your sheep sweater in the readings today. Yeah, you know, but uh, also it's thick, and I was hopeful that it was going to keep me warm, and I'm still shivery. I preached about the sheep and the goats today, and I had a very uh, upset eight year old leave the mass. Oh it no! Just, yeah, just really likes goats. It's kind of like <laughs> it's like, do you own a goat? No, I just really like goats, and you were oh, really no really hard on the goats. Why Did is Jesus saying cry? this? And I was like, oh, you know. That's a good question for your mom and dad, I think. You know? Oh, no. So, yeah. Poor kid. So I had to correct the, that was the 830 mass. The 10, 10 had to kind of pull it back a little bit on, uh, you know, talking smack Is there going to be goats. like one kid in, in at the judgment who's like trying to hurt the goats, trying yeah. to save the goats, the goat him. saver? The goat saver, the one. Yeah, exactly. Just so, let him go. Yeah, it is uh, the end here. Yeah, it's getting cold. Um and uh, you know, part of it is I don't know what you're doing, but we have to hang outside. You wanna you wanna get a coffee? You go outside. You get a drink? Oh, right. Go outside. You have right. some dinner. You gotta sit and. So I think we're just all generally the masks and everything chilled. You know, now that we're code red. And those in, those heaters aren't spectacular when it gets cold. And they're not spectacular in Colorado. Yep, yep. You get the warmth from one side, and then you're freezing on the other. Exactly. They're not. They don't have the range. Yeah, but I was with uh, Jonathan Perillo tonight for a beer. Uh, shout out, Jonathan, great podcast listener. And he's just like, he's from up Perillo. He's from upstate New York, and he's just like, no big deal. He don't care. He doesn't care. That's like, like, you know, he's got trained circulation, I think. This guy also had an awesome beard. Like, the mustache is huge, and just, I was like, he's he's well prepared. Like Thick a, beard. Yeah, he's, just, he's one of these Italian guys. It's just like, they just, when they grow hair, it's just, it covers the whole face, you know? Yeah. So. Great well, guy. I'm jealous. I know. I tried growing out my beard again. You did? Yeah, and it's just as sad as ever. Yeah. It's just it, not even patchy. Like, I'm watching these YouTubes on how to grow out your beard, and they're like, just trust. Just grow it. You know, you're going to want to trim it. You're going to want to give up, but just trust and gr- grow it just for a trust. month. <laughs> and <laughs> It's very motivational. Yeah. It's like, well, I for some of us, trust doesn't even do it. Yeah. It's like. You know, you're going to end up getting mocked, yeah, and embarrassed. I would venture Just to embarrassed. That's I would what say trust gets me for yeah. a few months of really bad beard. I would venture to say that trust doesn't get any man a beard. So no matter how much you just kind of interiorly try and will the beard, yes, it, there's objectively good beard. I tell you what, we've had uh, a bit not a lockdown in the seminary, but a bit of a uh, as you know because you work in the seminary, but cohort mode as we call it because nobody likes the word lockdown, um, but. The facial hair got pretty crazy, you know. Oh, yeah. So you gotta my, do something uh, fun. My uh, favorite uh, aunt of this is great because people in Phoenix and Kansas City will hear this and know these guys. But Andrew Olson, uh, he's half Japanese, and you know what? For being half Japanese, he's got a pretty good beard. Oh yeah. And, What's the uh, other half? Uh, I don't know. That's Olsen. a good question. Olson, Norwegian. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. And then uh, Andrew Gaffney, whose nickname is uh, Gerbs, which is short for the Gerber baby. Because ah. he's got the Gerber baby face. But he can grow a beard? No, he can't. But okay. he went for it. You know what? I respect We're him. brothers, Gerbs. If there was anybody who was like, I'm just going to I'm gonna trust. He trusted know? and tried. But then Andrea Polito came over, and she started calling everything out because she was taking care of Stephen. And her Not, brother's got that beard company, it, it, right? The beard, yeah, the bearded savant, right? Which we totally endorse, Peter. So he listens also. What so about the uh, bearded uh, savant over there? This guy, Father Jesus, told me, he said, uh, I see you're having trouble with the beard. I got a liquid. And I'm like, great. Uh, oh, jeez. <laughs> what? He says, I got a liquid I'm going to give you. You put it on your face, you grow a beard. It's called Rogaine. Yeah. I'm like, ah, uh, I don't know about your liquid. And, uh, it could be Rogaine, right? 
Would you rather have a... Like, but are you supposed to put it all... What if I, like, miss, yeah. and I got it all on my forehead, and yeah. I'm, I'm pretty bad aim? Test it out on your unibrow or something like that. Yeah. You know, what if I just grew a forehead beard? That'd be really bad aim, though, don't you think? I mean, hey, shooting for that. Hey, look. Would you rather have, like, just a straight-up bad beard or, like, an almost beard? You know? I'll take the almost, dude. Take the almost beard? Yeah. Well, I feel no, bad I don't for, care. Yeah. Look, I'm moving on. You're moving on. I'm moving on. I'm 37 years old. It's not happening. I'm moving on. You're moving on. The guy's moving on. You don't, I no, can need do, to, no need I to can trust. I a mustache. You got a great mustache. Yeah, but anyway. And you got the, uh, I, the chin. You know, that's good. Oh, but you know what? I was, I was researching the sheep and the goats. Ah. You know who has hair? Goats. Goats. Yeah. It's different than wool. Ah. Sheep have wool. Goats have hair. There you they go. They tend to. Goebel told me tonight that sheep follow the voice of a shepherd, and they, they like to follow, yeah. and goats don't follow. They just go wherever the hell they want. Is this, is this true? Well, I don't know, yeah, I don't know anything. I've never, never really owned a goat. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Well, it's something like that. I'll get into it. Okay, good. Goebs, so is, to... al- Goebs is always right. How about I answer it that way? Uh, yes, he is always right. He loves to hear that. So. But I want to know how you're doing. How's life? Uh, life is good. We we came out of a, a couple of uh, weeks of uh, lockdown, uh, cohort mode, as we say. Um, and, so wait, uh, what are you guys doing in the house? You playing Monopoly? Uh, what are you, we doing in the writing house? Writing songs, starting a band, we d- playing nothing, FIFA. Nothing, nothing crazy. Studying Greek, of course. Of course, a lot. You know, all they do is study Greek. You know, you know your boy Jesus up there. He's just cranking he's, on the Greek. He's so, loving the Greek. Yeah. Now, guys are. Uh, I don't know, guys are my guys are pretty chill, and uh, yeah, so we hang out. We got a fire pit uh, in the courtyard, and uh, oh, that's right. We, we it's always good to have projects too during these times. So like last year, we renovated the chapel and the uh, dining room. This year, we went after the uh, rec room. So we got a oh, new nice. kind of painted the whole thing. Couch. Yeah, what do you got? You got foosball. You got a pool table. The foosball table didn't really ever get used. And oh, it, you it had didn't have a lot you of got space. Rid of it. Yeah, we didn't we didn't use that so. But we got a nice, uh, we got a nice setup. So yeah, we got some guys who played some games and uh, wait. So you don't, watch you, have, you don't have any of those things. Ping pong, no ping pong. No, yeah. we, don't a, we don't have, we don't have a lot of space chess for players. That. We don't have chess players. Oh boy, there's what this new show, The Queen's nothing. Gambit. Have you watched this? No, I'm looking forward to it though. Yeah, people uh, are recommending. People have talked about it. Yeah, very I, diverse collection of people. Yeah, there's a lot of people excited about Netflix these days. You know, you got the new, really? yeah, See, I'm you got trying the new to get Crown a, I'm coming not out. To get addicted into that thing. Are you into this stuff, Queen's Gambit? No, Crown? I'm not. But I'm interested now because it's winter, and uh, I don't know. Unlike these wild men like you and Wunsch, I'm kind of done riding outside. So I'm looking for something to do because there's nothing more boring than riding on a trainer. You know. Oh, I'm not doing that. Choose fit. Choose fit. Are they Look, open? Okay, I'm getting close to my 2020 goal. 2020 miles. Uh, how close? I'm at like 1920. Did Lajoie beat you? 100 miles. No, no. Okay. Dude gave up. Okay. Just um, ask. No, 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 no. I mean, I, I didn't want to make it a contest, but I'm competitive, so it was. But When two guys set the same annual goal for a number of miles to ride it, this de facto becomes a contest, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's just, that's just but then, I mean, now it's just me trying to yeah. hit my goal. So 100 miles, no problem, but I've been going to choose fit. Ah. All right? So... Plus side, it's fun. It feels social. You get a good sweat. You get a good swell. It's good like swell. Yeah, you just feel um, strong, and it, it is kind of like has this weird magic of like clearing my mind. I, I leave there with like motivation and focus, and um, yeah, I don't know if that's just like like the restless energy goes endorphin out. high. It's a but real thing. Here's man. what else I've noticed: that I'm shy. You're shy. Yeah, I don't talk to people. Is that you, I don't know, you think I that's mean, a COVID effect or is it? Are you no. wearing? A, are you working out with a mask on? Yeah, you oh, have to. Man. Yeah, no thanks. I'm done. I'm well, and that's way. part of it. It does feel kind of like antisocial in the first place. Yeah. And then everybody wears their headphones or right. earbuds or something. But there's right. a couple of folk who I know I've seen them kind of chat with other people, mm-hmm. and they're not wearing the headphones or anything. So I feel like I want to get in that club. Yeah. But I'm shy. I'm just like I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know the gym talk. Well, yeah, it's I a, haven't been around Chris for a while. Lev yeah. sock. Yeah, I stopped I taking creatine. Know. You know. Uh, so, which section of the gym are you trying to get into? Because you got like the the guys who own the bench press, right? They just like. 
put the towel on there and they just take it over. Oh, yeah. Are you trying to get in with those guys? Or are you in like the cardio, hanging out with all the kind of, you no, know, No, I do my ladies, cardio outdoor. You have Pilates classes or who, who's your, who's no, the crew at Choose would, you're trying to get in with? I don't know with? when the Pilates happen. Maybe I'd get into it. But Are you one of the circuit guys? I'm you know, a who circuit guy. They do 45, you know, of these kind of crazy arm yeah. presses and things. Well, so you, no, I'm the circuit guy, so I'm moving... I'm moving from one thing to another oh, thing yeah. to another. There is like a formal circuit thing, but 10 machines that me and the old people do. Then that's what you're talking about. You got a minute and you're trying to lift the thing as much See, as you can. See, but how are you going to possibly build relationships when you're all on a circuit? Everybody's well, moving on one-minute intervals. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. And I'm actually surprised that you, being as punk as you are, would actually you know, concede to such limitations. As Get stuck in the... I've seen some of them have lights, you know, green, red. Yeah. Just kind of move. Oh, I'm in Is there. Is that the choose? I'm in there, man. So you're trying I'm, to... I'm going docile. No, like, okay, so, but I do rotate on the different machines, too. Yeah. So I'll take, like, three, and then, um, and that that's where you kind of mix it up. Yeah. There's, you know, folks bench pressing, and right. I'll bench press, and then... Okay. But I don't know. It's not like I ask for a spot or something. It's a really weird time. That's the in. You got to ask interact. for the spot. Ask for the spot, and All you're right. in. All right. Right? Yeah, I that's suppose. funny. Yeah, I don't think of you as a shy guy, but you know, I understand you. Were, everybody's wearing masks, and maybe it's everybody's also listening like, to music. And it is kind of business time. Like yeah. I go, and I want to get the I I'm gonna work out hard for forty minutes, and then go home, so I can do the whole thing in like an hour and twenty minutes. You're doing weights, yeah. At Choose Fitness. At Choose Fitness. Is Choose gonna make it? These other places, right? Like twenty four hour, they went bankrupt, right? Yeah, they did. I think Choose will be cool. I don't know why, cool. but I think they're rolling pretty well. It's because they spelled it with a Z. That's oh, why. Oh, yeah. Well, they they were cool from the start. Ah, yeah. There you go. Are you going with anybody else? You could use a wingman. Like, you know, Larkin's kind of a gym rat. I know. Yeah, Larkin and I used to go. I think we'll get back into it. But he's if talking you had, about if a you trainer had, for if his you bike. If you had Divini with him, it, with yeah. you, then you'd I be need in. To get then you'd have, you need to get the most jacked guy you know. Yeah, he's a good spotter. Oh, he's yeah. He's strong. But he I, also knows what he's doing in a gym. This guy played um, D1 uh, football for the University of Colorado, and he knows what he's doing. He in knows the gym. what he's doing. So yep. he's, he's a great trainer. Yeah. I, I need to reconnect. Thing is, I just, like, I have a, a pretty busy life anymore, and then I'll get, like, an hour and a half window, and I'll You're be just, like, oh, okay, I'm just going to the gym. I don't have time to call somebody, schedule something. Right. You just got to go. So anyway, if you're listening to this and you want to catch me at the Choose. If you're going to be at Choose Fitness on and, Wadsworth and uh, Alameda at 3.30 yeah, on Friday. I won't tell you which one. I look for a guy. I'm not sure I want to be surprised by <laughs> some listener ready to spot me. That's funny. Well, you're going strong on the Choose, but you're, not, you're just doing weights. You're not doing cardio there. You, no, you're not, not signing really. up for classes. Or I mean, anything. I always do like three minutes on the treadmill at the end. Okay. But no, if okay. I'm going to run, I'll run outside. Yeah. Bike, I'll bike outside. All right. Well, that's the choose. <laughs> that's the choose. That's news. the choose, folks. That's the choose. Yeah, it's a uh, Sunday night. We're going to be a little bit. It's eight o'clock. These days are Sundays are tiring. So. Oh, I'm tired, dude. I don't know. It's one of those weeks. It's a lot of good tired. My sister had a baby. Congratulations. Hannah, Hannah had a baby. Hannah had a baby. Sophie, there you Sophie go. Marie. Everybody pray for Sophie Marie. That's great. Healthy baby. That's good. She's doing great. Uh, happy parents. Did that happen last week? Yeah. That's great, man. Congratulations. Oh, so nice. Yeah. The rap family continues to grow. So that means three. Two. Yeah. Is this number three of yeah. the grandbabies? Two nephews and a niece now. Very nice. Yeah, it's exciting. How'd she choose the name? Oh, she wanted something French because David is French. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, her husband. And so uh, they were they were playing with different names, but uh, Sophie. Sophie. Sophie Marie. Sophie Marie. It's pretty. Yeah, it's it pretty. is. Beautiful. And I love wisdom. It means wisdom, right? Yeah. Nice, man. Great kid. Um, there's not. I'm. I, I, there's not a whole lot you can tell about the kid yet, right? When they're that small. I mean, Deet was telling me he's like, oh, she is just like her mother. Yeah. She's got the same personality. She's got the same look. She's got the. I'm like, no. dude, dude, it's just a, this is first week. You're talking about the first few days. The fact that she likes to sleep. Yeah. Doesn't make her just like my sister who likes to sleep. That makes her a newborn. Right. You know? No, I don't know, man. I mean, everybody just, I, I, there seems to be, everybody's like, this is the most beautiful baby ever. I'm like, they all look like aliens for a little bit, not going to lie. Just, they just went through a very traumatic thing, kind of being birthed into the world. Okay, oh, yeah. that's, that's a pretty traumatic human event. Um, 
But I don't know. They all look, kind of look the same, don't they, for a couple of years? I mean, they're I cute. They're cute. I don't know about a couple of years. A couple months? Well, at least a couple months. I don't know. I don't you know, know what I like, I don't though? Get, I don't get the whole kind of thing. I like these thing. tiny, tiny little fingers. Yeah. And they're real wrinkly. Yeah. Yeah, that was cute. Sophie Marie. That's beautiful. Well done. Congratulations. Yeah, it's exciting. And in the deep. I mean, it's kind of tragic that um, I feel like I can't be you over can't there go, all the time. Yeah. You know, I did. I did meet the baby and like spend a little bit of time, but try not to. You know, you'd hate for a kid to get sick. Yeah. You know? Or yeah. a mother who just had a kid to get sick. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be terrible. So. So anyway, that's that's, that's the news. Good news. Good news. Keeping it's, me busy. It's the news. Choose fitness and uh, trying to another n- a new niece. That's pretty good. It's yeah. Better than my last couple of weeks. So. Well, yeah. and there's you know the regular stuff, man. A lot of marriage prep. A lot of. Meeting with some wild cases and wild cases, nice people. There's a lot of people who have been coming to me, who I am trying to help sort out um, schizophrenia and spiritual phenomena. Oh yeah, wow. So they tend to think that they have this like real strong um, call to spiritual warfare, and they're having these like auditory and visual phenomena, and um, I usually. S- say, well, okay, I mean, we can work with this. Let's sort out, I want you to go see a psychiatrist and let's sort out, um, rule out any like mental phenomenon because that can happen to people too. And a kind of a telltale sign for me is when they immediately blast back, you think I'm crazy. Yeah. I'm not crazy. You're like... People think I'm crazy. You think this is crazy? And I'm like, ah... (laughs) Well, maybe let's just let's just check it out. No, no, that sounds totally normal. Yeah. No, no, nobody believes me. I'm yeah. Like, oh, okay. All right. Well, but a lot of interesting people seem to cross my path. And That's good. Well, you're right downtown. I like it. It yeah. does. You know, it mixes things up. It's kind of an adventure. Yeah. And, and it reminds you of just like the uh, kind of the fragility of life. Sometimes I think like everybody's so impressive. I go to the choose fit and I'm choose like, fit, everybody's, look at these I people. Know. I'm not strong like that. I don't have that willpower. I don't have the like you know physical. I, I'm getting old and I'm getting senile. <laughs> and maybe it's a little premature for that. But um, and then you meet people who have like you know limitations or complications, and it's just I, I find it kind of refreshing. I think it is. It's uh, it. I talk to the guys a lot in. Uh, seminary about that just priestly life is so rich there's never there's never a dull day that's there's true. never the same day i don't i don't think i mean and it's just you're you're right there at the level of the human heart but i think the that interplay between the psychological and the spiritual is a very interesting one and it it's takes a lot of reverence and because we don't really understand how oh, yeah. they how they work together and there's so. a lot of overlap yeah you know not necessarily i'm not necessarily referring to that case but just generally yeah you know, there's a lot of interaction between, uh, yeah, the spiritual life, the soul, and the, the mind, and the chemicals, and the yeah. life experience, everything. So, yeah, exciting. Life is great. It's I got it. Mix I, it up. I got an unrelated question, speaking of mixing it up. This has nothing to do with anything before we yeah. go into the topic. Um, what kind of, are you a handyman? Kind of a handyman. I mean, you're, you're doing a lot of yard work, I notice, lately. I do. I, you you're, know what? You're good I, with the yard work. I like to think of myself as a handyman. You're a handyman, you know? Yeah. Uh, when was the last time you caulked a bathroom? All right. So I got shaky hands. Okay. And I've never been good at that. I've never been good at keeping a bead. Um, and I've, so I have laid tile. And okay. I have, like, cleaned stuff and grouted it and stuff. And then... I'm just really bad at that piece. I just, so if you're asking me to help, no, I'm not. I'm I, I got, I got. Uh, I was up in the mountains. Took all the guys up. That was one thing we did uh, for a little community day. We stayed with uh, uh, Deacon Dan and Denise. This wonderful couple up in. Uh, they live in Dillon. They work up at the parish there with Father Stephen, and uh, nice. just met some great people. And uh, but we stopped by. Katie and Schweitzer's they put, and they house. They put you to work, apparently. <laughs> no, Katie Schweitzer did. Hey, so Katie. their neighbor, who goes to the parish, who I've gotten to know the last month, um, and I'm with Ian Wintering, right? So yeah. Ian Deacon Ian, Deaconian, as we call him. Cool and, dude. Uh, cool dude. And we're just saying hi, dropping off some white claw. She likes black cherry, white claw, and uh, and she's like, I'm so happy you're here. I just I've been waiting four days. I need to. Uh, I just I gotta caulk this shower. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no. I'm like the least. 
handy Uh-oh. person. Uh-oh. But it's kind of like, all right, it's either attempt this or surrender the man card. Like, those are your two options, right? Yeah. And I got De- Deacon here. He's watching me. He's not helping me at all, of course. And so I'm like, he okay. He so yeah, we're like okay, doesn't and, even know. You know, so you got the gun, you got the yeah, caulking I, well, gun. That's a start. You right? knew you knew to load the gun. You don't load you're the not gun just, like staring at the tube. No, no, let's get the tube you in there. Bite the top off. Bite something. the top off. But the gun. It's been a long time since I've done this, but I thought that the gun had a little metal piece. You remember this? Okay. That you used to puncture the caulk. Oh, I see what you're saying. The bullet, you know, whatever you want to call that yeah, thing. Yeah, I don't know that they all have that. They didn't have that. So I'm kind of like, how do we how do we get this thing open? You, you just cut it, right? Well, you cut the top, but you gotta you gotta puncture the actual oh, thing. Well, it's just for the flow. Otherwise, it doesn't flow. So uh, I'm trying to kind of fire this thing. It's just not working, not working. And then I'm like, we gotta puncture this somehow. But we don't have the tiny little thing. We can't find anything. So we're using this knife to kind of try and. Oh boy. So it opens the thing up way too much. Oh, but boy. now it's open, so you gotta use it. And we only have one. And now it's spilling out the gas. Spilling out the side. So I'm in this thing trying to kind of <laughs> get, and it's just going everywhere. And, oh, and no. she's trying to be nice. And I'm like, this is just a freaking disaster. Oh, this is, no. I should never be doing anything. We should have called somebody who knows and what they're like, doing. And she's like, now, now I got to wait two weeks and pull it all out. Oh, yeah. It's all, it's everywhere. It's just caulk everywhere. And Ian sends a text to the guys. It's a little appropriate. We've gotten in trouble lately with some parents who don't like kind of some of our humor on the podcast, but this is just funny. Ian doesn't know how to spell the word caulk. Oh, yeah. And he forgot that there's an L in it. And he forgot that there's an A in it also. (laughs) (laughs) So he texts the other guys and said, sorry, we're at this random girl's house and Father John is caulking the bathroom. And I was like, did you... Did you think before you did you? Can you check? Yeah. You know, this is I was kinda, like, give them some context. So give the guys, so we get over to Deacon Dan and Denise's house, and they're like, "What were you doing?" And I was like, "Call King, call, call with an L, call King the bathroom." And it was terrible, and so epoxy. So word of the wise, listener land. When you get those caulking guns, just make sure it's got the little well, no, metal okay, piece so, on it. But how did you get out of that? See, get that's out of what it? it. Did you just run? Or did you talk to Katie? Or did you give her like a ton of white claw so she wouldn't notice? Well, that was the hope. I was like, here, have another white claw. Uh, I just did it. Just finished the job. You oh, know? so I bet you did a decent job. Oh, man, I don't know. I don't know. I could have used another hand. And I'd like to point out Ian was very judgmental and uh, not helpful. I was going to say, where was Ian? Yeah, thanks a lot. He's one of these hipster guys, you know. Uh, so, But I'm, I'm I, pretty helpless. And my brother's one of these kind of like Home Depot. He could be like a... Oh yeah. There's a certain point, and he said this to me. He's like, he's like, when you become a homeowner, you just you have to do you this. Gotta learn you, it. you gotta learn this stuff. But when well, you've lived in an institution you, your whole life, if you life, had been, if you did this a couple of times, or you did this more recently, like I bet if you did it today, you'd be a lot better. At it's it. all about the flow, Mike. Right? Yeah. If you puncture that thing too big, if you cut, bite too much off the Man, top, it's just gonna go. Caulk is gonna go everywhere. So. It's very poetic. Yeah. You are. Uh, you're right. Life is all about the flow. It's all about the flow, man. It's all about all right, the flow. All right. Now, I'm going to tell you about the sheep and the goats. All right. I want to hear about Can the sheep I? and the goat. Yep. Well, I guess... Okay. So, today is Christ the King, Solemnity of Christ the King of the Universe, or something like that. Yep. Our Lord Jesus Christ, King of the Universe. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, I'm reflecting on all this stuff, homily prep, just praying with it. It's just like a really profound image, but also one that is really hard for me to imagine because I have never been in a king's court, and I've seen the crown. And I've seen oh, you have seen the, the queen with the crown. I think crown. I saw some in the first season or something. But anyway, she's like that's the only context I have for, okay. for this kind of royal uh, locale. And, and then I thought of the other one, and this became like the, the point of my meditation and took my meditation in a lot of different ways, but it was... The Renaissance Festival, <laughs> you know, where where you go to the Renaissance Festival, Just eating the huge turkey leg. That's it, man. Yeah. You get that giant turkey leg. It's the only place where you can walk around with a huge handful of meat and just like grease all over your face right. and feel I don't know, feel normal. Okay, so then you do all this. There's all these festivities and things, and at the end of the show or at the end of the day is like the jousting tournament. And the king presides, and he sits in the middle, and he watches the jousting tournament and everything. And I was thinking, like, okay, so when I, 
last time I went to the Renaissance Festival, I don't even remember like what age I was, probably high school or something, but I remember I was way too cool for Renaissance Festival. Right. And of course I'm there because I want to eat that turkey leg right. and I'm kind of intrigued. It's all about the turkey leg. I'm entertained by the whole thing. Yeah. But I'm looking over there at those guys who are like the minstrels. <laughs> <laughs> and they've got like the, they're all decked out. They've been making their costume all year and they got like the suit of armor. The one dude's got like his little flute and he's playing along and the other guys. And somebody says, like talking to you. And we should probably pause for a second. It. I don't know if everybody. Huzzah. Does everybody have. Huzzah, my good man. <laughs> does everybody have Renaissance festivals? This is in Larkspur, Colorado, you're talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we have a local one here. I but think people know People know what that is. Okay, go festival. ahead. Sorry, continue. Or you go to the Excalibur in Las Vegas. Okay. All right. Anyway, this is a this is a made up medieval, uh, I don't know, event in the forest. Okay, this might be really weird if people don't have the Renaissance Festival. No, I think everybody gets anyway, the concept. I would. So presume. I'm um, I'm praying about this, thinking about this. You know, the king in his like in his court is the one who's judging at the end of time, right? Jesus, when he comes, he's going to come in his glory and he's going to sit on his throne and then he's going to divide the the sheep and the goats and everything. And um, and I was thinking, well, I want to be I want to be close to the king. For, for, at first, my meditation wasn't just about like me and my judgment or something. It was just like I think it'd be really cool to be nearby and um, to be in on the action. You know, to hear him praise all of the virtues of the saints and all this stuff you never knew and, you know, like people you know and kind of, okay, how's this going to go and stuff. And, um, but I was thinking, I was sad because I realized who gets to be close to the king? Uh, At the end of the the day and the the jousting tournament is coming to a close, it's not going to be me, this the like cynical dude who's too cool for the whole thing. It's the minstrels. Right. It's those annoying, nerdy team who's doing the minstrel thing. And it made me think like, okay, if I want to be close to this king, and I do, the readings of, uh, of the day are both like the good shepherd and then the king, right? And they're both images of Jesus and his leadership and then us as sheep and everything. And I thought about, I'm praying about the sheep hear the voice of the shepherd and they follow him, you know? And if you really want to stay close to Jesus and be a part of his flock, you got to know his voice, you know, you have to have been around him. And um, th- that means that you got to be, you got to stay close to the king somehow, you know. And um, if I'm too cool and I'm sitting out and I'm judging everything, but I want to be close enough, I'm kind of around and involved, but I'm just not going to be too Jesus, you know, not too religious, mm. not too geeky about the whole thing, not too sold on it, I yeah. guess, you know. Um, then I'm kind of just like hanging out around the church. Sometimes I'll, you know, practice a little bit, maybe not. And so the first lesson that I learned from all this meditation was I need to be totally given to this thing. If I'm going to stay close to the shepherd and I'm going to stay close to the king, you know, if I'm going to know his voice and have spent enough time around him to be able to recognize that voice and hear that voice... And, um, and so I, I guess on the one hand, that's like a general lesson for people, especially if you're on the fence with religion and you're not sure and you kind of, you kind of dabble with it, but it's, it's easier to stay at a certain distance and be entertained by the whole thing and kind of get your, get what you want from it, you know, get your drumstick or whatever, Mm -hmm. but not be invested, you know, not give yourself to it, um, so that's, I mean, that can be people's experience, and I just encourage them, hey, you know, try to get as close as you can to the king and stay close to the king. Try to uh, give yourself to the whole thing and get over all the self-consciousness and fear that, um, that keeps us from really investing as much as we could. And then there's also, like me, in my everyday life, I'm a priest, and I can take it for granted. Like, oh, I just, yeah, I work in a religious setting. So I must be a really religious guy. And there's lots of times when I'll go through days, I'll go through weeks, I hope not, but certainly days, and then I'll kind of come to and realize, I'm just not living the simple Christian life. I'm not waking up and saying, Jesus, how can I serve you? I'm just like, I've got my thing planned out, and this week is going to look like this, and I'm doing the right work, right? But it's just kind of it loses some of its savor and it's fun, you know? If you're sitting on the back and you're, you're judging everything 
and you're cynical or you're just keeping your distance from that investment of, I'm just going to totally give into this thing and just have fun with it, enjoy it. There's something very simple about that. Like, Lord, today's a day for you. Yeah. And I'm just here to serve you. I don't have expectations about this has to go well, this has to go well. I hope this happens. I hope this doesn't. Just here's my day. You know what I mean? Like that full investment. And But it's like a carefree thing when you see the minstrels. Right. And there was a point probably in our life when you're like, man, I don't know, 12, and you can just be fully in, you know? Yeah. Like when you go into yeah. something, you go into it, and you're just totally in, and you're so free. And it's it's the self-consciousness of adolescence that keeps us from being like, this isn't me, and this is totally my family, and they're so lame, and, and all of a sudden there's the disconnect, you know? And uh, yeah, it's like judging ourselves, yeah. you know, as you get older, am I doing this right or wrong? When it's at first, it's just like, man, that's cool. You know, I get to be in the presence of the king. Yeah. You know, just like honored and excited. It's a good, it's a good image. I, you got, you got that great Ignatian uh, style of imagination uh, when you're praying with this. And I, cause it's hard even preaching today about, it, I was like, these concepts are so foreign to us, you know? You grew up in this kind of liberal democratic society, and kingship means nothing to the modern person, to yeah. the postmodern person. And it's something and you go to a Renaissance festival and kind of, kind of cook up the medieval. Yeah, you pl- you just kind of pretend you play make believe for a little bit, and you get a sweet turkey leg out of it. Uh, and that's kind of how people approach mass, and I mean, I think we do it. And so, yeah, to to kind of get down to that to the reality of Christ's kingship, how do we break through that when we, when you don't have the cultural yeah. kind of, I don't know, kind of environment to draw environment. From, yeah. Cause it was just so like when we read St. Ignatius about when he talks about the call of the King, I mean, he's just, he's a soldier for a King. He just has this, the guy is, is the Spanish grande. He just like gets it, you know? Yeah. And we don't, we have to kind of re- be really imaginative about it. Yeah, and he literally fought in wars with kings. Right. So, yeah, it does take. And the, the sort of the analogies from political leadership presently are just, just not satisfactory. You know, Jesus isn't a president. He's not the head of a corporation, CEO. He's not the, I don't know, local boss, and he's not a prime minister, and he's not... These things aren't the same kind of... I mean, I guess one of the things that I I think is different is that there's an exclusivity to his reign, Mm -hmm. that there's only one of these guys. It's not like one who represents a whole team of leaders or something like that. It's just one king. And do you trust him or don't you trust him? And and the part of the conviction is this one is trustworthy, that there's one, there's one answer. Mm. And... um, and I think that's hard to, 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 to like come around to and to trust. And that's, I, I guess that's the, the other piece that I wanted to get into. So the one is the Renaissance Festival, which I don't know if it works for people. It works for people. If not, whatever. But um, the first lesson then is you got to throw yourself in. You know, throw yourself into the deep. You know, don't wade in. You can't wade in. Because um, then you'll miss out. You'll miss out that proximity to Jesus that you can get from being real invested, involved in the sacraments, given your whole day, in, deep in prayer, and all of these things. Um, and when you do that, when you, give, when you jump into the deep, it can be fun and light. And it looks intimidating, but it's fun and light. Mm. Okay, so then the other thing is these sheep and these goats. And I'm thinking, like, this is, this is kind of an in- intimidating gospel for me. And I don't know how it couldn't be for anybody, really, for uh, this judgment scene. And I try so hard to like soften it um, and to kind of relativize things. And I think I can kind of play mind tricks um, for myself. And But uh, at the end of the day, it is kind of intimidating, you know. Um, and I think it, it's intimidating for me because the, the rule of judgment is charity, right? Mm. How did you take care of the one who's thirsty and uh, did you give them drink? Did you visit the one in prison and all these things? And I think, well, at the end of the day, 
I, I don't spend my time and energy in serving those specific ways. And I can see that. And it's like, this guy on the street is begging. And am I supposed to be beaten up on myself and judging myself for not knowing what to do, not knowing how to help, or helping in the way that I try to, right? I'm trying to give my life in service to those who are spiritually poor and try to build them up. Um, with the hope that building up the kingdom is leavening the rest of the culture. It's going to help people. We're educating people and giving them grace to be able to um, change systemic problems and help the poor. I try to be a chaplain for the missionaries of charity. All these things, but I feel Mm self-conscious about this idea of judgment on this basis. And and that's scary to me, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think reflecting on these sheep and the sheep and the goats um, ultimately just brought up two kind of points for me, which was, I don't know, I can't use this as a, um, just, I'm going to preach to other people. I just need to take this as a meditation for my own examination of conscience. And uh, there's two kind of things I noticed about the sheep and the goats. One is that there's a certain humility that you see in the, um, in the sheep that the goats, they present themselves, or in their, they're in that place, very confident that they're good, you know, they're good, and then they're shocked when Jesus says, oh, you, you kind of blew it, you know? You didn't, you didn't, you might have done a lot of great things that you're proud of or whatever, but you didn't do the right things. You didn't, you didn't live by charity. And, um, and then those, the sheep, they're surprised when Jesus says, you did, you served me. And I think there's a certain humility there and a meekness mm. that just says, well, I, I don't know. Mm. And I think in my life, um, I've been able to connect to that humility if I sort of preempt the judgment with confession. If I go and I say, I know I'm not perfect. I wish I were better. You know, I've got faults, and they're real. And um, I wish I lived more charity than I do. And... Um, but to admit that, I feel like, is an important step. Um, just that, that piece of humility. And um, it kind of allows a sort of docility, you know. You're not going to follow anyone if you're self-righteous. You're not going to follow anyone if you uh, know what's, what, you're, what to do uh, so strongly that you're just following your own, you know, guidance and will. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. That humility piece? Yeah, I think that the... Uh the first point, the, the takeaway for me is um, to take seriously Christ's kingship and, and this whole thing about proximity to him. How do I get close to him? Um, it really falls under the auspice of service. So service becomes the category, the Christian categorical, like um, I don't live for myself. Because the challenge is to say, how do you, okay, I'm not a missionary of charity, Exactly. And yeah. uh, even today, I was like, and when I was the last time I was I... supposed to do that? Right. Uh, but even on a simpler way, I was like, when was the last time I went to a prison? Like, your right. dad is awesome. He's been doing pr- yeah. prison ministry for years, if not decades. It's like, when was the last time? It's been a number of years for me personally. And I, you think, well, what does that look like? Well, part of it is just to break well, it down. Well, you're not and allowed say, to go in right now. Right. COVID. I know nobody right. can do anything. But yeah, but the, the category of service then becomes the. And it's from that that lends itself towards this uh, deeper spiritual disposition of humility, like you're saying. And I, I, I didn't catch that. That's really interesting how they're all surprised. Yeah. Everybody's surprised on Judgment Day. Yeah. They don't know. It's not like they don't know. They 99.9% are nice people who, you know, um, let people go in front of them when they're checking out at Whole Foods or, you know, they were really diligent at wearing their mask or whatever, you know, and then there's the point. Zero one percent who are just horrible people that we all know should go to hell. It's like uh, everybody's surprised on Judgment Day, and yeah. that that's a scary thought. Yeah, that's a scary thought. Well, and that's about. where I think I don't know what the reaction is supposed to be. You got you try to live your best life by grace, but there's people like okay, like I was talking about this. There's people on the street who have m- terrible mental illnesses. You know, how am I supposed to say, oh, because I went to the jail? To, to serve somebody because I gave money to the poor guy on the street um, this many times or this much money and you over there are just doing your crazy thing walking in circles. Mm-hmm. So I'm better? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I don't know. You know? 
this, um, you know, this Down syndrome kid who's living their life, you know, and the best they can or the way they do. Um, People have tons of circumstances that make their life a lot harder than mine. You know, I think it really makes it relative. Like, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. And it's not trying to, you can't measure the success. Like, I can go to the gym and see these muscle guys and say, okay, that guy, he's really got, he's got the gym thing down, right? But there isn't that same sort of category in the spiritual life and in the, in the life of charity, right? It's a mystery. Yeah, it's, it's, the measure of Christ is ultimately immeasurable. And when you set him as the king of your life, you have to die and surrender to measurement. There's no like kind of quarterly development report of like, I, I grew 6% spiritually in the last in the fall quarter, you know, it's like, well done. It's like, the, I have no, no metrics, you know? Yeah. Uh, and that's, and actually I think that the, the, the work of self-surrender uh, becomes a way of powerlessness and, and a measurelessness, kind of a way yeah. of incomprehension of like, you, d- you just don't know. I'm wondering yeah. if you know the Greek word, I think it was like elastikoi or something, um, the, the least of my... Brothers, um, I like the translation insignificant, mm. the most insignificant. Yeah, um, interesting. Yeah. I forgot exactly what the Greek was, but kind of looking at that this morning, I was like, that's an interesting way of thinking of it. It's like, what is the, the poor, the imprisoned, the, the homeless, whatever it might be, the hungry? Um, because where is that in our life? You know, yeah. y- you have a, you and I live downtown, so we have proximity, like, we have people beg us when we sit at a stoplight, and we have the option to say, "What are we gonna? Are we gonna talk to them? Or are we just gonna turn the music up and pretend like they don't exist?" Yeah. Most people don't have that. Yeah. You know, you live in the suburbs. You don't. You don't see that. You don't have any interaction with the poor, with the hungry, with the homeless. But there's lots the of insignificance. A lot of insignificance. You know, people that aren't supposed to matter in your family aren't going to work to your advantage yeah, or whatever. Yeah, this is coming out on Thanksgiving Day, and it's uh, like, yeah. think about your family. I mean, who is the most? Who's the least? Who's the one who just drives you nuts? Uh, yeah. The one who drives everybody nuts. Uh, the one who you find unlovable or just insane, and they really are obstinate and difficult and complicated and manipulative. It's like they might be the most ignif- insignificant. Mm. And then what do we do with that? And even insignificant to my own project, I'm looking for peace of mind. I, if I get riled up, I right. become the bad person, right. and I, that's not the goal. Well, it's more complicated than that. It's to love, you know, and to be in the grit. If you go to the, you know, go and be with the poor, the insignificant, then you're going to feel maybe less significant, or you're going to, I don't know, it's just not a... It's not a recipe for that measured success that I, you know, am looking to get on top of everything. And yeah. Be the virtue hero or something like that. So there's that piece that I think, it, you know, in, in all humility, we're not supposed to say I'm, I'm terrible or I'm awesome. We're just supposed to say here I am. Mm. And I want to do as much, uh, I, I want to love as much as I can. And here I am, God. Please, uh, please um, see that. See my sincerity. Know that I'm trying and that I make mistakes, but uh, here they are. So then you're not surprised on Judgment Day. Yeah. You know your faults. You've been honest with yourself and with God. Okay. Okay. So then the other piece is um, here's a. I looked into what's the difference between sheep and goats. Okay. And this is a um, treehugger.com blog, I nice. guess. Um, credit where credit is due. And it says, a main difference between the two is how they forage. Sheep are grazers. They ramble slowly, eating short plants close to the ground. Goats are browsers. They look for leaves, twigs, vines, and shrubs, and their agility allows them to attain charming positions in pursuit of their forage. Because they browse, goats spend a lot of time investigating things. They are forever nibbling and eating on things. They're adventurers and exploratory. They investigate things, and, um, and they live in harsh environments. Okay, so uh, <laughs> what I got from that description was um, that you get cold and scrappy. They're basically the same thing, these sheep and the goats. But you can get cold and scrappy and fend for yourself. The goats are the ones who kind of are so um, independent, 
you know? They go off on their own, and they say, I don't, well, I don't need to be led to a pasture. I'm not getting enough food here. I'm going to go take care of myself. And they go, and they find the leaves, and they find the shrubs and all this stuff, and they go and kind of wander off on their own. And, um, and the sheep are totally dependent. Um, another thing that this article said was that the, one of the um, slight differences between sheep and goats is that goats have 60 chromosomes and sheep have 54. So th- the sheep are dumb, you know, and they're just simple. And they just rely on help. They need it. They need to be guided to where they can um, survive. They can't take care of themselves very well. And I think that's um, part of it. it. Once you recognize, okay, I need... Um, I'm not doing everything that I'd like to do in terms of the Christian life. I'd love to be have more acts of charity throughout my day, living more charity. And I hope that that, um, that grows in my life, right? Um, but I know that I need help. I know that I need a shepherd. And I know that I need guidance. And that takes a certain um, trust and docility. I mean, there's times when... I get frustrated, and I was mentioning going to confession and saying, hey, I'm not perfect, really. I mean, I feel bad for not doing as much as I'd like to. Um, But then there's also times when I'm like, I don't want to go to confession because I'm not sure, like, I want to know that I've conquered this sin before I go to confession because I feel like a fraud if I don't. Um, or like my contrition is kind of weak or BS or something. And um, I'll, once I get on top of it, I'll go and apologize because then I know that I'm not going to do it again or whatever. And it's almost like this um, God helps those who help themselves. And it doesn't work like that. You know, mm-hmm. I can't, I, I, have to, I have to ask for help. I have to let, I have to allow myself to be led and not fend for myself. Because um, then you end up hairy like a goat, and c- kind of cold, like on your own, off on your own, and I don't know. Well, I think that there is part of it is I don't think of goats like being together because there's nothing that unites them. Sheep, you see them together, yeah, uh, and they're united by the voice of the shepherd. I remember I was climbing, um, what was it, uh, Wetterhorn Peak in the San Juans. Have you done that one? Nope. It's a great one. I don't one. think I've done any in the San Juans. It's a anyway. great, great peak. One of my favorites, if not favorite 14er. It's a wonderful mountain. But you come around the ledge and you come up onto the cliff and there's kind of a class three summit pitch. But it just so happened that the, the really weird acoustics of this mountain area, we came up onto the ridge and you could hear what sounded like I was in, in an Italian arena at a soccer match. Like it just... Oh. It was just this unbelievable crowd crowd sound. And you look down, thousands of feet down, as soon as we hit the ridge, and it was the sound was coming from all of the hundreds of sheep just going, and it sounded like, you know, just echoing, messy, messy, forza, veloce, dai. That's what, you know, um, and, but they were all moving together. It was this, it was really kind of fluid to watch them. And they were like a school of fish or something. Yeah. And sometimes they would go into these like, crazy long single file lines yeah like they would just be up a mountaintop kind of weaving around yeah yeah so they might be dumber but they're in communion in a way yeah. because they're they're aware of the same there's something that tethers them together mm. instead of goats just kind of yeah you see the goats that are like how'd you get here yeah like single goat is like way up on top of the rocks right yeah all right, so those, yeah, that's the lessons from the sheep and the goats lessons and the king. Lessons from the sheep and the goats and There's the king. Some well, kind then. of meanderings. I don't know that it all fits together, but it was, it was helpful for me to just like get back to the basics. Yeah, you know, Jesus, I love you. My life is for you. Um, I'm I I wish that I could do as much as I can for you, and I recognize that I don't, and I rely on your grace. Please help me because I yeah. want I want to be charitable. You show me show me what I can do and help me to do it. Yeah. Well, nice. That was a great, uh, a great intro for as we're heading into um, uh, Advent here this week. That's Just, right. It's a it's a reset right. kind closed, of like closed to one year at the Christ the King and exactly. open to the next one. And uh, there we go. It's a good bridge. I I mentioned this at uh, while I was preaching, and I like to give the kind of liturgical cycle thing. And uh, at the 
at Advent, we begin to prepare for the coming of the birth of Jesus that at one point was announced as, here's the king. And so we're back to the baby king. Mm-hmm. We go from the glorious conqueror of the universe and of human history, the one who is the end of all, and the one who is our own like, king, who has triumphed, back to the basics, mm-hmm. back to the child in the, in the um, manger in Bethlehem. Yep, let's do it. Here comes Advent. All right. Shout outs. I mentioned all these people. I met a bunch of great people in Summit County, um, Deacon Dan and Denise and Katie. I don't know if any of them listened, but I know that Ken Maldonado listens, and we had a fantastic night uh, having some beers together. And uh, great guy. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Enjoyed meeting you. Look forward to hopefully skiing together here this winter. We'll see with the resorts and everything. But um, really enjoyed uh, meeting some really great Catholic people up in up in the high country. Nice. I teach some of the um, the permanent deacon candidates for our archdiocese, and I'm not going to name names because there's 44 guys, and I love them all. And I really like this teaching gig because I get to be friends with these guys who are um, just studs, and they really love they love God and they want to serve the church. And um, the other day, they while I was coming into seminary to teach, they were outside chatting and everything. And uh, keeping this like six foot distance, so they were on um, about a six six foot distance on either side of this sidewalk, and so I'm cutting through them, and for some reason, just in the kind of the whirl and excitement of the moment, they all lined up and started doing one of those like um, I don't know, like a, like a pipe tunnel or something. <laughs> you know, they've got the the fingers up, the arms up, and it, I felt like I was a Denver Bronco, that's you awesome, know, running up into the field, ran, ran through the tunnel. I ran through the tunnel, yeah. and they were cheering, and I started shouting, and it was That's so great. weird and spontaneous, but I love these guys, and it's really fun. I just, um, it is a really good time, so shout out to you guys. I know a lot of you listen, so thank you for that. Is this that. the new guys or the third-year guys? Both. Both. Both okay, classes. Great. Good. I, if I can slide in one more here before we go. I mentioned the Gerber baby, um, and uh, shout out to David and Carrie Glenn from Sacred Heart Parish in Sabetha, Kansas. I know that they listen and they are keeping him in line. So Andrew Gaffney, great guy. Um, grateful for all my boys, um, but uh, especially for the good people of uh, in Kansas who are listening. So, Oh, I got one more. Zoe from Ann Arbor, a doctoral student who was visiting Denver, tried to get in touch with the cathedral and come to Mass, um, and I caught it too late. Oh, no. And so I'm sorry about that, but shout out, Zoe. You're cool. You're cool. Well, that's it. Hey, thanks, man. Good end of the year. Christ the King. God bless you all. Head into Advent Catholic Stuff Podcast at gmail.com. We'll see you in the new liturgical year.